Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Today is my 77th birthday, and so I'm indulging myself with this particular broadcast. It's called Finding Home. In the bigger scheme of things, the universe is not asking us to do something. The universe is asking us to be something, and that's a whole different thing. Lucille Clifton. I was listening to David White recite poetry this morning from his book, Still Possible, when I burst into tears. His talk today was about the invisible part of ourselves we keep hidden from others and also from our own selves. It can be a part of us we feel is too vulnerable to withstand close inspection, or even a part of who we are that we sense is there, but are unable to put what we sense into words, even for ourselves. I find I can't explain, even to myself, the effect poetry can have on me. So often, poetry takes me to a place in myself even I don't understand. It's a part of me that feels most real, most intimate, and most important. It's a place inside myself that I recognize and at the same time realize how lost I am when I'm not there. It's a place of beauty and tranquility. I had that experience without poetry only once in my life. I was at a year-long leadership retreat meant to show you all, and I do mean every, aspect of who you are and how to make friends with these parts of yourself so that you live in an authentic way. At least this is how I interpreted the description of this course. I wasn't exactly sure how this would happen, but I knew deep inside that I needed this course. I didn't have the money to do it, but stepped right over that impediment and signed up anyway. And lo and behold, the money showed up in a totally unexpected way just after I did that. This was one of those times when I trusted my feelings completely because I knew it was what I was meant to do. At the second retreat, we spent the morning in meditation. Our surroundings included many large old trees at the edge of a forest and plenty of land to wander through. I sat for quite some time on the ground in an open area, braced against a three-foot sculpture of an eagle. I have no explanation of this choice, but it just seemed to call out to me, so I sat there. When we were called inside, we sat on the floor in a circle, all 26 of us and with a hand mirror in front of us. We were instructed to gaze into that mirror, letting ourselves see whatever arose. Still in a soft and silent meditative space, I looked down and immediately felt I was falling into that mirror. Not in a bad way, more in a way connected to what was buried deep inside. The more I looked into the mirror, the more I felt I was seeing a part of myself I had never seen before. I felt time slip by but was loath to leave that looking. By looking deeply into that mirror, I felt I had an insight into myself, and the more I looked, the deeper I felt myself go inside who I was. Finally, with a rush of feeling, 
I saw a beauty so lovely I could hardly stand to look at it, and I knew in that moment this beauty lay deep inside of me. It was a knowing so unshakable, I knew I was a changed person from deep within. I was changed, but not in the way you might think. Having glimpsed this beauty, I longed to feel its impact again, but found I could not find my way back to it. It was only after many years that I realized I needed to get silent inside in order to have this experience again. Sometimes, I get close enough in the morning hours, early, as the sun rises. Other times, I get that same sense of beauty from the architecture of a church made by the hands of many men. Or sometimes from music like Gregorian chants or Luciano Pavarotti's famous arias. I feel almost embarrassingly lucky to have these feelings. They allow me to be in touch with a part of myself I would never have believed I possessed, but learned that I did. I think this beauty resides in all of us, but reaching that place takes time, practice, patience, and a longing to go to the depths of who we are. I know not everyone longs to go to this place, but I felt a pool to be or do or go somewhere else most of my life. I felt this way mostly because I didn't feel like I fit in. I felt like I was out of place, not knowing why. I still don't know why, but I finally feel like I don't need an explanation. I only know that something deep inside me can be awakened when I am still, and that awakening holds the meaning of life for me. Not in my own beauty, but rather the beauty that is all around if I allow myself to be steeped in it. This beauty immerses me in a kind of flowing grace that opens all the portals of who I am and showers me with well-being. It was a spiritual experience, the kind that had been calling to me all my life. And it's so all-encompassing, I can't control my tears at the joy of being touched in such a deep and intimate way. David White's poetry can grace me with this same experience. It is lovely to read his words, but even better to hear him speak them. He has a way of deepening his poetry just in his recitation in his lovely accent. He seems to know the power his words carry. He connects to that part of me that longs to know more beauty than I can comfortably hold. His poetry takes me to places I didn't think anyone else understood, much less could put into words. I almost never listen to him without tears of gratitude coursing down my face. I'm always shifted and my view of life changed by hearing his words. What a wonderful gift to have, to share and to use as a connection to others. Everyone who knows his work benefits, from the writer to the listener. As he says in his poem, Intimate Invitation, Put down your heavy burden and rest from the hard, everyday labor of not hurting or not feeling or not hearing or saying or seeing. Stop keeping the tears at bay, I say. Give it all up. Just come home. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. 
You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye-bye for now.